then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. And we are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. I'm so excited to introduce this that I can't even talk. You can't even talk in this moment. I know. Oh my gosh. There's a theme with this this energy of mine that you mm-hmm. will hear soon. Um, we, can't. we had Rebecca Campbell on the show. Rebecca Campbell. Like, my brain, I can't. Like, if you had have told me a year and a half ago that we had her on the show, I'd be like, what? What? So then next I'm on Oprah. Like, that's what you're telling me. (laughs) I can't, I can't believe. So if you don't know who she is, I mean, do yourself a favor and like look into her more deeply. I mean, we've read her books. We have her Oracle cards. We talk about her often in her work on the show. You'll see like her books and her Oracle cards are on our website, our Instagram, Instagram. they're all over the place because we just love her work so much. Like it was actually life changing, but we'll get to that in a second. Let me formally introduce you to her. So Rebecca Campbell is a writer, poet, mystic, artist, and mother. All of her creations are dedicated to giving people an experience of their soul. Mm -hmm. I mean, right off the hop. She's a best-selling author of numerous books and Oracle decks, including Rise, Sister, Rise, Letters to a Starseed, Light is the New Black, and Work Your Light Oracle and the Starseed Oracle, and the creator of the Rise, Sister, Rise membership, online courses, Work Your Light, and Discover Your Cosmic Blueprint. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Her books and Oracle decks have been translated into 18 different languages and can be found in all corners of the globe. All of her creations are dedicated to supporting people to live a soul led life. Mm. Um, as a child, Rebecca displayed a unique fascination with the concept of the soul. She experienced her first awakening as a teenager and has been studying the journey of the soul and the intuitive mystic arts ever since. At the age of 18, Rebecca answered an inner call to go on a solar pilgrimage to initiate herself in their sacred sites of the UK and Ireland. She has since traveled to many of the world's ancient sites and and leads sacred retreats through her membership. Um, She has had several initi... I don't even know how to say this. Initiatory awakening experience, which she writes about in her best-selling books. I've read a couple of them. They're incredible. Uh, Prior to writing books, Rebecca had a successful career as an award-winning creative director, working for some of the world's top advertising agencies in London and Sydney, and helping some of the world's biggest brands find their authentic voices. Mm -hmm. In her late 20s, she decided to take her spiritual studies to the next level and devote her life's work to supporting others to live a soul-led life. Originally from... Originally from this, I can't say it, (laughs) originally from the sunny shores of Sydney, Rebecca followed her soul's whispers, leading her to Glastonbury, England, where she now lives with her family. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) So now we get to talk about our conversation with her, which I don't even know how to describe it. I was like a deer in headlights. And it was so funny too, because going into it, I was like, she's just a person. It's going to be fine. Like, 
no big deal, right? I'm just going to ask her questions and she's going to answer them and no pressure. But like, I'm tongue tied in the first part of this. I didn't know that listening. Like, do you feel like I kept it cool? Yeah. Because I I felt like I was fangirling like crazy. I was flustered. I messed up my words. Like, I think you forgot to introduce me. Did I forget to introduce you? I don't know if that was... Well, it maybe I don't know I, if it was in that episode. Maybe it was with somebody else, but my memory. No, I completely messed up our normal intro for sure. Yeah. Like okay. I was just like flustered and I didn't <laughs> expect myself to be, but like I saw her face and I was like, I can't believe that Rebecca Campbell's on our podcast. And then I'm talking to her and she can see my face and she knows what I look like. Like I've never <laughs> fangirled ever like that for anyone That's like so, you know like so I, I got excited when Mukosi was on the show and like Andrew Kre- like I got excited for these other people um one manifester even but like this was different like this was like I mean I've read her books and I have all of her oracle cards and her work has deeply influenced my life mm-hmm. so to see her and to have her like looking at me <laughs> for some reason and answering your questions you're like I was I just like, and she speaks back I just couldn't like if anyone's seen Notting Hill I hope you have and if you haven't go watch it because it's so yummy um when his baby sister meets Julia Roberts yeah who's basically playing herself um and she's like this is gonna be one of those moments in life where I'm supposed to be really cool and I'm gonna fail a hundred percent and like yeah. that's how I felt <laughs> I'm like, play cool, play cool. She's just a person. But I was like, I'm, I'm in awe mm-hmm. of this woman and the work that she does and has done. And I encourage you, if you don't have any of her books or you don't even know who we're like, go to her website. If you mm-hmm. don't even know who we're talking about, like she has, you know, her membership, she does in-person events. I don't know if she's doing them now because of COVID, but she used to. Um, and she's opening up her own mystery school mm-hmm. in the fall, which mm-hmm. she talks about, which is super yeah. exciting. So, cool. so I think there's a waiting list to sign up for that school. So that'll be in the show notes. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I'll attach um, information for the new Oracle deck, which is what we're talking about mostly in this episode, which is called the Rose. And it is yeah it's amazing it's so beautiful and so thoughtful and she kind of goes into the energy of like mother rose and like how intelligent the energy like plant medicine essentially Mm -hmm. but she talks about the spiritual side of it um and like i said her membership too i'm gonna link all of this in the show notes so just scroll down you'll see it all um but yeah yeah. the or the i have just say i have to say like the rose oracle deck is really cool like even just the way that the box is set up and the book itself that comes with the cards there's like a little mini book yeah and there's the actual readings yeah it's just really it really is beautiful and thoughtful yeah it's really what really well done the box turns into an altar for your cards yeah like who that's brilliant yeah like she's thought of everything with it and not to mention the actual cards are stunning. They're mm-hmm. very feminine. They're mm-hmm. beautiful. And like Sam said, there's, yeah, there's this little mini book at the beginning of the Oracle deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah, it's just, <laughs> should we tell them about the, that thing that we were going to, well, I think that they should listen to the end of this episode okay. to listen to a fun surprise giveaway goodie thing. Right. I don't know if I said that right. Okay. There's a giveaway at the end of this episode. So listen to all the way at the end or scroll. I mean, we can't control you. You could just scroll the end <laughs> <laughs> and listen. Um, How do they enter? I feel like we should be clear about that. All right. Should we just talk about it then? 
Well, we don't have to tell them what it is, but we can say how That's to true. Okay. Yeah. Listen to the end to find out what it is. But to enter what you need to do, and this, this applies even if you have left a review already, but you need to leave a review on our podcast, um, ideally on Apple Podcasts to be specific. You take a screenshot of the review and then you email it to us. They're emailing it? Hello at ourmanifestationjourney.com. Screenshot it email it to us. You have to do that before you press send. Otherwise it like disappears into the Apple podcast ethers and you can't find it. Like there's no way you have to like wait a couple days. It's a whole thing. Oh, because it takes a while for the review to upload to Apple podcast. Yeah. They review it. I think it's reviewed before it's posted. Yeah. Okay. So don't click. So don't click send right away. Write your review. Screenshot your review. I mean, it's going to be five stars because like, let's be real. And then, (laughs) yeah, so write your five-star review. Um, And then, yeah, take a screenshot of it. Send it to us in an email. Hello at ourmanifestationjourney.com. And we will collect all of the the responses and you will be entered to win something really fun. That's so fun. Yeah. It's going to be really good. And even if you've already left a review on the show, you can still leave another one. So, because what happens is it just cancels your old one and replaces it with your new one from your account. Mm. So you can still do it even if you've already left one. Just so don't feel like you're left out and that you can't be a part of the giveaway. You definitely can. Um, Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just so excited to share this with all of you. I feel like this is a, this is a quantum leap for on OMJ's part. Yeah. Like on our podcast. It's yeah. Yeah. To have this caliber of guest on the show is for me, uh, it's like bucket list work. Like it's like part of a huge manifestation Mm -hmm. of ours. Yeah. Like to have something like I would only dream of that when we first started the show. And the fact that she's on the show, I'm like, wow, we've come a long way. Yeah. And it's so fun, you know, and there's obviously so many more guests to interview and we're so excited, but I'm just, I just feel very honored Mm. to share this conversation, to have had the conversation and then be able to share it with our listeners. Like it's so special. And I mean, the insights that that Rebecca offers and she's so kind with so many different things. Like she has such a gentle approach, Mm -hmm. um, to life and manifestation and that, you know, it's okay to be exactly where you are. Like Mm -hmm. she was just like, there's no rush, like just enjoy the rot. Like it was just so peaceful. And Mm -hmm. I mean, if that says anything about her energy, it's just, it's going to, I think it's just going to lead. What's, what am I trying to say? lead more people to her. Like you're going to, I feel like you're just going to feel called to get to know her more, mm-hmm. whether it's through her books or her membership or her cards or whatever. I'd be surprised by the end of this if you didn't just want to know more. <laughs> so, um, yeah, enjoy this and try not to judge me too much for my, <laughs> <laughs> my, I just slop. I think I was like, I don't even remember how I worded it, but it was like, tell us how you became Rebecca Campbell. Like, cause I'm just like, her name is so big to me. But I'm like, then I realized afterwards, I'm like, people might not know who she is. <laughs> but to me, I'm like, how do you not know who Rebecca Campbell is? Anyway, just be patient with me and try and just focus all your attention on Rebecca. I think that would be wise for everyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> Um, yeah, enjoy this, man. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I feel like you kind of just said it all. <laughs> this is your opportunity to just like say the things. I needed to clear the air because yes. I felt so sloppy in my I, whole Yeah, thing. I don't, 
I, I feel like I may have gotten it together like halfway through, but in the beginning, you can tell. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I guess I, I mean, I was aware that you were excited. Yeah. But understatement. I don't know. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, my hope is people find it endearing and not annoying, but we'll see. Um, anyway, yeah, without without further ado, I don't want to hold you guys back anymore. I really just want to like, I want you to listen to this amazing conversation. So please enjoy this conversation that we had with Rebecca Campbell. Enjoy. Hi, you. Yes, you. We heard you. Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to our manifestation journey. I am your host, Mickey. And my name is Sam. And Sam's also your host. I should have said that better. Sorry, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. I don't even know how to introduce our guest today. Mm -hmm. I'm a little starstruck. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So I'm just, we're just going to hop into it. Um, we, before this, we had a, a formal introduction of you, uh, Rebecca. So we're just going to hop mm-hmm. into it and say, hi, thank hi. you so much. And welcome to the show. Oh, like calm down and be grown ups. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to play it cool and be all professional, but mm-hmm. I feel like a little kid because I'm just <laughs> so excited to have you here. I can't even, I can't even explain I was saying to Sam right yeah. before we started recording, I'm like, Rebecca, you need to know how integral your work has been in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like your work has come into our lives at these key moments of transition mm-hmm. and like, like, what do you call it? Like bucket list moments, almost like these moments of like, of, of realization. Right. Like cornerstone moments. Of yes. Life. Milestones. Milestones. That's the word I'm looking for. Milestones. Um, And I really want to get into that. But I first, I I feel like I want to just like hear from you and hear you speak. So like, hi. Hi. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So I I do want to hear about you first. So maybe we'll give Rebecca the floor a little bit to tell us who she is and Mm -hmm. what she's all about. And then I'll get into the moments of how your work has affected our life. So Mm -hmm. tell us about you, Rebecca. Tell us your story, how you became Rebecca Campbell. 
<laughs> well, it was my name at birth. <laughs> so, that is how I became myself. My mum gave birth to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess looking back, I'd always been interested in what I now call the mysteries or mm. um, the sacred, the um, exploring kind of the big questions like who are we beyond just the physical mm. body and like like who were we before we were born and what happens when we die mm. I'd, I've always been interested in things like that and when I was really young I just really wanted to get old <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> hey, get that's old like you. I've been the same <laughs> way yeah I love that yeah. yeah and I guess like early on ish like in my teens I I started kind of um doing workshops and like um I guess I'd say receiving visions of the work I do now um but I had no idea how it was all going to kind of come together um but you know use all my pocket money on books and workshops and crystals and all of that (laughs) um and yeah, and then I was really bridging two worlds, like really normal kind of world. I grew up in Sydney in Australia and um, yeah, it just was like played sport and did all those normal things, like went out with boys and, you know, hung with my friends. But then kind of like by night, <laughs> I'd be reading up on all these like juicy um I guess, esoteric, mystical um, topics. Um, but it's taken me quite a while to kind of work out because I think I think the, the awakening process never ends, like never, ever, ever ends. And I think that the more you know, the less you realise you actually know. <laughs> and the whole thing, like what I'm sure of is that I am a mystic. And I think a mystic is someone who is dedicated to seeing the sacred in everything um and they go in for answers um I call it kind of like listening to the calls of your soul or you know the temple within so it's more of like an internal um relationship with I guess you call it the divine sacred Mm -hmm. Um, rather than an external one. I've studied various different traditions where it is more of an external thing like, you know, God or goddess outside. Um, and I'm, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm, I'm reverent to all of that. Um, but for me, my path is definitely about coming back home within. And um, I think also like, surrendering to the ever-changing nature of who we are which is I think the hardest thing that we can do like to realize that just like the rose or a tree or anything in nature we're not meant to stay the same and I think that is um really hard for us to get because you know I mean I'm a I'm a mum I've got a toddler now and gosh what a syllabus having um <laughs> little one is I mean just yeah first of all yeah non-attachment is not possible when you become a mum <laughs> and um but then also they change so much so quickly and and of course we do too but nothing as fast as that 
but we did that. (laughs) And so just the moment you think, okay, I've got this. I I know how this works. It all changes. And we're like that too. And I think that's, um, that uncertainty is, is challenging. So yeah, but I think nature definitely teaches us, um, how to embrace that. That's such a beautiful segue into your, your Oracle deck. So, I mean, it goes without saying, I feel like if you've been a listener to the podcast for a while, you'll know how much we love Rebecca Campbell's books and Oracle card decks. Mm-hmm. Um, what's this one? The, the light? Work your light. Yeah. Work your light. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. This deck is my go-to deck. Like it's not to mention, we call these squanchy colors. Sam's nickname for me is squanchy. And these are all the color. Like I love all these colors. I wear all these colors. Like they're just the best. Um, But this deck has come up and Mm -hmm. given us guidance in ways that have blown our mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, the timing and, you know, everything when we pull the card and it's like dead on accurate, it's like blows us away. Um, So we were already a big fan of your stuff. And then, you know, this Rose Oracle deck comes out and I'm like blown away by the thoughtfulness of this deck. Mm-hmm. Not, not only is it gorgeous, I'm going to, you know, pump it up right here um, <laughs> if you're watching this, but um, it's so beautiful. But the, the wisdom and the information that you share in the beginning, like I'm so fascinated the way you talk about um, the rose as she you speak mm. about the energy of the roses. She, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I think that that's fascinating. I think there's a few different ways in, but I'd say the, the biggest one, like on the back of the deck, um, it says, I'll read it here. The rose is a symbol of goddesses of old and she holds potent medicine for these times. So particularly like in Europe, but not just in Europe, um, um, one of the things that happened here is that the like feminine um, worship, goddess worship, um, and all of that just was really um, silenced, went underground. Um, and what I discovered was that one of the symbols for the goddess, and and not just you know in um, Celtic uh, traditions, which is like more what my ancestral traditions are, but in many many different traditions, the rose was the symbol for the goddess, the ancient goddess. Um, so yeah, and and you know if we look at like. Um, various different more religious traditions where we're kind of worshipping a man in the sky um, and the feminine's kind of a little bit missing, often the rose is a symbol that is there. Um, And so my connection with the rose began in 2010 in London and it wasn't like I've only just discovered like the past um, few years around the connection with the goddess but it was something I could always feel like that kind of um, deep mother holding Mm -hmm. um, that I think that the rose gives us but also working with the rose often um, it's not as straightforward as just like you know, we think that the rose or the mother is like, or the goddess is kind of like, oh, it's about the bloom and, you know, it's very comforting Mm. and stuff. But she's got the thorn as well and she also, like, releases her petals to the earth for the chance to one day again bloom again. And so it's not all just, like, kind of, like, pretty blooms. (laughs) Um, It's also all of the different phases. Mm. Yeah. 
I love it. it. And it's so beautifully set out, like, you know, between the cards and yeah, like you're explaining, like, you know, mm. planting your roots and then the thorns and like the, each of the different um, physical aspects that the rose offers us and how it teaches us mm-hmm. and grounds us. It's like so beautifully done. I just, I want it so much. I wanted to know like how, <laughs> like all of the cards are so incredible. Like it's, Four, 44 cards in mm-hmm. like I just like do you is it come from your brain like is it downloads like each <laughs> card not, like how does this how is this it's <laughs> like divine it's like this is not made by a human like it's what I really how, wanted with this deck was to for it to really be um like a proper weaving of heaven and earth because I find that that um, sometimes the more earth-based stuff it can feel like it doesn't have that same like light coded in it and so when I worked with um, the illustrator Katie Louise that was like the brief it was just like how can we kind of merge the two properly Mm -hmm. because I think so much when we're on a spiritual journey particularly like in the modern world that we're we're in, particularly if we maybe um, didn't get taught this stuff or it wasn't like um, not even taught. I'm just going to let my dog out. Sorry. That's okay. okay. I love this. In the true spirit and nature of our manifestation journey, real life is happening. (laughs) This happens to us all the time. I've got two toddlers. We've got two dogs, two cats, two husbands. It's a gong show. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that that often when we have our awakening experience, it can feel like this whole other world has opened up. Mm. Um, But sometimes when that happens, we can feel more distant to the one that we were in before. So that there's these two, they're separate in a way. Now we know that one of the points of like the mystical path and the spirituality and all of that is for the oneness, but you can't experience proper oneness if you're just kind of like leaving the body and the physical and nature and all of that. And so you know, I see so often and gosh, in my, my journey as well, it'd be like, I'm going to go and be spiritual now, or I'm going to go and be, get grounded now. Like as if there are these two separate things. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, what really came to me while I was working on this and, and even my, my book letters to a star seed, which seems like it's writing, about heaven but really it's actually saying come back here like plant yourself here weave the two worlds back together mm. um and i think that um in in the past millennia um we have through this um disregard of the feminine as sacred and holy which of course is changing now um that's where this severing happened. Um, and so it's like, how can we bring the two worlds, like properly weave them back together rather than it be go from one to the other, one to the other. So I think when we're, um, 
in the spiritual versus like embodying the spiritual, that's where we can go into kind of like toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing and all of that. Um, And we're all at different stages of the journey. And so it's like, it's, I'm not saying that like from a place of judgment, like everyone, it's part of many people's journeys, but I think that there's definitely like a syllabus for us all in the spiritual community, particular to how can we weave the two back together? So how can we, um, bring these sacred practices that maybe in our ancestry have been forget, forbidden. Um, people have been persecuted for it. How can we remember them or create our own um, everyday versions of it? Yeah. Right. right. And so the, the, what do you call the write-ups or for each card, does that, is that, so is that something that you're like, like, purposefully writing down or is it something that you feel like you're channeling or like how are you yeah when I with this particular oracle like with work your light that was just pure channel like um you know just like I knew I start with headlines um and then I'll do a mood board and then Mm -hmm. I'll I'll write I'll write the words will come. I'll have a word count. I'll often do it when I'm walking because I find like that motion is really helpful, particularly for oracle writing because it's so succinct. And then, um, but for the rose, I really wanted to go deep in the, because it is such a mystery um, and there, there is a lot of myth and story around it. And then there's also, it's, it's like, it's a botanical flower, you know, it's a healing flower and it's also um, a mystical symbol. And so I really wanted to have all of that woven in. So I did a lot of, I did the channel download and then I do do research and then I'd Mm. ask questions under each of the headlines that I channeled Mm. and weave it in and out. And then I'd do the channel. So it really was a back and forth, back and forth. Um, But like did the mood boards and all of that, like I did last, the the other one. But I think, yeah, I think the rose definitely has like deeper roots um, because it is, it's it's both um, channel and um, I guess like an ode to this amazing flower. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like the, the history of the rose and all, Mm. it seems like every major religion has history with the rose. Like it's just been Mm -hmm. speaking to people for so long, Mm -hmm. according to the, what I read in your, in your Mm -hmm. Mm organization. What are you going to say? No, I was just thinking like, it's the way that you're speaking about supporting people on their spiritual journey. That's what your books have done. Mm. Right. Like with the light is the new black. That's, an awakening book. Oh yeah. For obviously your story, like your story of awakening, but, um, and listening to your soul and your soul's calling, but mm. for so many people that served as, as a call of its own, like, it's like <laughs> the book allowed that, that those questions to be asked and that, um, settling, sitting, sitting with yourself and like listening to what you have to say to yourself, like, there's so much your work is in support of the journey for people it's more of a, the most more of a statement way. not really a question well but. I mean I feel like it's a great <laughs> that's a great fault like we can follow up with how it's affected us in our lives like rise sister rise so that book we need to do a shout out to Bev right now so mm-hmm. Bev is our mother-in-law and she introduced us to basically all of your work she's been following you for a very long time mm-hmm. um, and so she gave us rise sister rise around the time that you were getting married 
And at Sam, so Sam's bachelorette, let me just preface it, not your typical bachelorette. We weren't it was like before any spiritual with, work that we really did. Yeah, like you're right. Serious spiritual. Yeah, yeah. you're right. There's no boas or anything like that or penis whistles or whatever they use. It was like, you know, it was this really thoughtful gathering of women and we had a dinner and we spent two nights together and it was like really special and very mature and <laughs> like very grounded. And we read several passages from Rise, Sister Rise that during that gathering, and it was just, it just really helped bring us all together and was such an integral part of it. And then a couple of years later, Light as a New Black came out. And again, Bev handed me your book that, you know, the, the pink book, Light as a New Black. And she said, you really need to read this. And so in that moment, right when she handed it to me, I flipped the book open and it, I came across that page that said career versus calling. Mm. And it was in that moment that I knew I had to quit my job, mm. which has led to like all of this crazy, mm -hmm. this amazing, <laughs> our manifestation journey really was like, it was part of it. Like it yeah. was just like, it just clicked. And that book to this day, top three books that we recommend to anyone when they start their manifestation journey, when they're really consciously starting to take, you know, control of their life and trying to design their life in a way that makes them light up and light up the world. Your book is like, I'm like, I believe every teenager should read this book. Yeah. Like, I think it should be like, they need to understand that their specific calling is only for them. And they need to listen to it and, and go with it. And then of course, since then your Oracle decks, I mean, everything, I'm just <laughs> like so grateful for the work that you've given to the world. And I do have a question about all of these pieces, like, cause I know reading your books, you're very um, forward and um, open about sharing your experiences, particularly ones that haven't been quite as pleasant for you. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, just as, you know, a fan, I know I do want to promote um, the Rose Oracle deck, you know, for the majority of this episode, but also we're such a fan of all of your work. So I'm, I'm curious about what your process has been like and where you were when, in writing those books and what your calling was or your intention was for each mm -hmm. of each of those really well, powerful think, works. I think there, it's all a bit different to be honest, um, because I think the first book, Light is a New Black was, um, I mean, that's, the subline is answering your soul's calling mm. and working your light. And so I I very much wrote that book to myself, but younger versions of myself as well. So like the 14-year-old, the 16-year-old, the 18-year-old, 20-year-old, 25-year-old, 30-year-old. Um, and, yeah, and so the intention really was um, encouraging um, myself and hence other people because I think when you write from that place it can kind of be felt. Um, I didn't realise that's what I was doing at the time, um, but I, 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 um, I see it now. Um, yeah, and so it really was like an encouragement to and, and sharing the, the little lessons that I learned along the way of like how to hear your vo inner voice um, that mm. maybe if you are feeling a little bit like, oh gosh, I don't know if I can do this, that like that could be a, a good sign that it's like expansion is going to happen, you know, mm. um, the role that courage plays and all of that. Um, 
And then with Rise, Sister Rise, that one was a little bit more like I was I was exploring it and living it as it was happening. So a lot of those stories and rituals that I mm. shared um, had happened like in the year that I was writing it or knew I was going to write it. So it was very much a kind of like a live exploration. Um, yeah. And then Letters to a Starseed was, um, it's interesting. I had received a vision for that book years before. I think it was maybe even after my first book, but my publisher was like, mm, I don't, I don't know about it. Um, <laughs> and so, and then I released the Starseed deck and they were like, Oh, can you do a Starseed book now? And I'm like, I don't know about it. I don't, I don't think that's where I'm at. <laughs> it was the beginning of COVID and I had, I, I had a little baby and I was writing a lot cause I was kind of in this, like in between the worlds of like being, not yet a mother and then just a mother, but then also just, it's just like this twilight zone, but then it was also pandemic and oh, all of that. <laughs> um, and so I was receiving a lot of writing and I thought it was for a book that I'm, I think I'm still working on called returning, but then they asked me for it and I kept on meditating. I wanted to say no, but every time I meditated on it, it was yes. And then I realized, Oh, it's because I'm meant to be like, inviting those of us. So for me, what a star seed is, is, is anyone who is a soul who is conscious that they're having a human experience and open to the possibility that their soul has experienced elsewhere than just here in this life. Yeah. Um, and it's the greatest mystery of what that elsewhere and what and how, and all of that actually is. Um, and yeah, and what I kept on getting was just the the importance of us to really um, call that soul part of us, that part of us that's eternal, that existed, that that chose to come here, that that was present when you drew your first breath, that will continue on after. So it's the wise part of us as well. So really, to invite that part of us to to come more fully in into form, into the body. Um, on, into the earth to notice the sacred all around us. So yeah, that book, again, it was, um, I guess it was kind of letters to myself in a way, as well as like teaching various things that I'd, I'd learned through like, you know, doing intuitive readings over the years and learning about the Akashic records and past lives and all, all of those things that, um, I, I'd just been fascinated with along my journey as well. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love that star seeds too, for us, was, that was actually our first interview ever. Yeah. So the woman who was taught us about star seeds were like, what the hell is a star seed? She spoke to like the intergalactic council and stuff. Yeah, and we're yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. is going on? Like we didn't know any of it. Um, since then now it's like, it's a, it's a we're normal term for term. us. But yeah. I love that. I love that you were like called to, to teach about it, to talk about it because yeah. it is a weird thing. When you first hear about it, you're like, mm -hmm. yeah. And then there's like multiple different types, you know, like there's like, Lemurian. yeah, this you is the thing. Some of them in here. Yeah. Some of it is in there. And I think that was the thing with that book. And, and also the, the Oracle, um, the intention of both of them was to encourage star seeds to be more here. Right. So not kind of get lost up in right. the stars. Like it's, it's, it's fascinating to find out who we are at soul level and all of that, but it's like, 
it, it can kind of result in this like disconnection sometimes because we're longing for mm. someplace else. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 It's like to bring those gifts to the planet and like right. to hone that energy here because that's where it's needed. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, there was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah. They really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. There are, so I, you know, I bet we've been thinking about this interview, obviously, for a very long time um, and thinking about the types of questions that we would ask you. And of course, our show is called Our Manifestation Journey. So I was going to mm-hmm. ask you about a specific manifestation that you can recall. So you can, you know, there might be something else that comes to mind, but you tell a story in the Rose Oracle about the, yeah. the cottage. Can you tell us that story? You haven't heard it. It's yeah. going to blow your mind. It's so good. Well, when I was, I'd been living in London over 10 years so I don't know if it was like 12 or 13 or something but um my husband and I met in London from Australia originally both of us and we knew that we wanted to move out of London um but we weren't quite sure we're thinking do we go back to Australia what do we do and I kept on doing rituals and praying for home to reveal itself wherever in the world that was and um I kept on getting a vision of um, a rose garden and then like 
green grass that was like really juicy and soft, um, which to me kind of said, oh, I don't think that's Australia because it's like it's more of a harsh environment, like beautiful, but it's, yeah, it's not as kind of, yeah. And, but I couldn't work out where it was and it was years, like two years, I think it was just praying and praying and like, where is it? Where is it? And um, I kept on getting no guidance of where it was, but the vision was very clear. And it was like, um, it, it felt like a vision that I was tapping into as well as something I wanted for myself, but, but it was so, so clear. But I was just going crazy, just like getting no guidance at all as to the next step. And then one morning, um, which was the morning we had to make a decision, I woke up and um finally i i heard in my inner voice it's glastonbury um and so we looked it up and because we're thinking we'll just rent somewhere for six months maybe go back to australia and just feel into do we want to move back here or whatever and um i looked online and i saw this place that was available for rent um and it was also available for sale and uh, much cheaper than London or Sydney where we were considering trying to buy um and yeah we had to make a split decision like within like we're going to Germany to to teach a workshop the next day and so by the time we would have got back it would have been the Monday which would be past the decision making point and so we're like should we just drive should we just drive like leave at 5 a.m and just go and just like wing it and hope that we'll be able to see it and so that's ended up what we did and we walked in and um it just was our home now I, I we'd seen hundreds of places in in London which were not right <laughs> and then we oh. just knew and so yeah and then um as the as the months went on um I began um planting roses I always knew because I, I wrote my first book in Regent's Park Rose Garden which has these beautiful David Austin roses um and yeah it was really like riding with the flowers this, this whole process I write about it in the in the guidebook um and in most of my books because I'm just obsessed with talking about flowers <laughs> um but yeah and so I basically um, started started planting this this rose garden of David Austin roses in in my garden. It's, it's not a huge garden, but a lot of the older neighbours who'd lived there like their entire life kept on saying, "Oh, you're bringing back the rose cottage," and we were like, well, "I didn't know what you what they were talking about." But eventually, so many people said it that we found out like four owners ago there was this old lady who'd lived there most of her life, and every year she would take a trip to London to Chelsea Flower Festival to get a new David Austin rose and when she lived there it was just like back to back wall to wall with David Austin roses and then as we planted them I found a a local guy um who just because I didn't I started watching YouTube clips and I was just like, I'm very impatient. And so I'm like, <laughs> I need someone to kind of like tell me what to do. So he, um, he helped me and helped me source them and all of that. But I found out that he used to work at the Royal um, Parks in London as well. So he was like connected to, to wow. Regent's Park too. Um, and yeah, and that it, it literally was called the Old Rose Cottage. So that's yeah, such a lovely story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and that's where like I created this oracle like yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I love that you, like your visualization was like, you know, roses are going to be there in this like lush garden mm. and the cottage is literally called the rose. The rose it literally is. This is it. And I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This kind of like the balance of like, like where do these visions come from? Like, are we dreaming into them? Like you were talking about like the destiny moments um, mm-hmm. along, along your journey. I'm like, I, I really believe in free will and our ability to create, but I do also believe that there are these like, you know, um, moments on our, on our timeline in our, in yeah. our, that, that are possibilities. And maybe yeah. when we are like manifesting where we're calling in them or maybe we're creating something entirely new or both, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that one felt like, um, yeah, something I was like reaching into as well as calling in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally agree like and understand what you mean like for me I feel like it's like trying 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 time (laughs) traveling Mm. time traveling so I've had these moments of um something happens and it's random enough for me to pay attention so like your vision of like meditating and seeing the roses like it's significant in your mind enough where you're like, okay, that's random, but, um, it's easily to picture. And, um, and then pretty soon after I get to experience it in real life. Like, for example, we were on a trip recently and this song popped into my head. Um, and it was the Lord's prayer. And I was like, this is just so weird. It's like, we're not, I don't, you know, we don't spend a lot of time in church. I don't like think of that prayer ever, but it was mm. kind of, we were waiting in, in the airport and I just kind of started singing it. I was like, Mickey, do you remember this song? Cause we both went to the same Catholic school and they would sing it. And it was my favorite one. So I just start singing it. And then a couple hours later, lots of rerouting, lots of detours on our trip, lots of um, interruptions. We finally make our way into this hotel room and we're exhausted. It's been a long day. And Mickey puts on Jeopardy, just something, just something to kind of just like calm ourselves down. She puts Jeopardy on and there's this question and it was like in the religion section. And the question was the last three lines in the Lord's prayer. And the person had to say what I had just been singing a couple of hours before. Mm. So like those, like what you're saying, yeah. I think that there are these, um, these signs from the universe saying like, yeah, you got it. You're on, you're in the mm. right spot. You're, you know, like you're tapping into the future. You're tapping yeah. into the path that you're on. Yeah. Right. You're giving, you're getting evidence. Yeah. That yeah. it's happening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so very so much cool. into that. That was such a beautiful mm. story. Third. Isn't that so cool? Yes. Like, it's one of my it. favorite manifestation stories ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love, so too, that you waited so long. You waited two years and yeah. questioned. And then it turned out, of course, better than you can imagine, right? That's always the theme. And what yeah. happens with the universe? You ask for something and then they blow your mind with the rose cottage. Like, give me a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think, yeah, that is definitely, like, the challenge, Um when you're asking for guidance, you're and you're like receiving no guidance is just as much as yeah receiving guidance. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. wow, that's really powerful. Yeah, I love that. Sit with that for a minute. Yeah, 
<laughs> Maybe go yeah, play that, play that back. Yeah, I remember said, said to me once that, that sometimes if you're not receiving guidance, and obviously this is not on every single thing in your entire life always, right, right. but, um, yeah, it's another way of saying wait. It's not time mm-hmm. yet. I love that. Right. Love that. I love that so Keeping much. that one away. Um, <laughs> I do, I mean... Just to reiterate, like how powerful your words have been for us in the past, I think particularly with Light is New Black, that was like a game changing moment for me in my life. Um, I think we have a lot of listeners on this podcast who are timidly watching us mm-hmm. like take these crazy steps, risks, because we're trying to exemplify what's possible for others when they do step into their calling um, in, you know, career versus calling, all of that. So, my question to you is, what would you say to someone who's listening right now that maybe hasn't, is thinking about following? Like career versus calling is a great um, example mm-hmm. of this, maybe explaining the difference to anyone who's listening and offer any words for them. Like, what would you say to that person? That's I'd, say, I'd say um, there's no rush. So you're, there's no such thing as like missing your moment. So if you're feeling, cause I, I don't know anyone, even if, even when I was like 18, I remember feeling like it's too late for me, you know? <laughs> so, true. so if there's anyone or all of us who, who is worried about that, don't worry about it. Um, and the other thing I'd say is like, I know that when we're trying to work out like, what's this one thing I'm here for and all of that, mm-hmm. Sometimes you do get really clear guidance of like it being a really clear expression. Like, for example, for me, one of the things I I saw when I would ask was speaking on stage, like with audiences of people and having books. So I did, so I could say, I am an author or, you know, I speak in front of people. Yeah. Um, But to be honest, when I reflect back, I think that there were, that was one way I received that vision, but really there were so many different ways I could have expressed my gifts, just like you guys. Right. Um, and we all have gifts. Um, and so what I would recommend is, um, really, really focusing on what you're passionate about. And in, in light is a new black, we, we speak about what lights you up. Um, so, which is another way of saying like, what, makes you come alive, what makes you like feel like, yes, you know, like properly here and present and just like, you know, you could spend hours doing it, you know, and you would do it for free. Not that you should, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but you might choose to, um, but yeah. And so I would say, you know, start by saying like, what lights you up and now try not to get too hung up on this like final destination. Um, if you, if you receive that, that's brilliant work back from it, but start with what's the next baby step. Um, don't be like, uh, how the hell am I going to do that? Just start with the baby step. Um, but again, follow the trail of the things that light you up. So for example, when I asked myself that question, um, I got flowers light me up. And I remember being so pissed off at that answer because I'm like, that is <laughs> that is not what I'm after. Like, tell me what I'm meant to do here. And um, these are these the, yeah, conversations I have with myself. Um, 
And, but in the end, I ended up like surrounding myself with flowers. I'd, I'd buy flowers each week. And that's mm. when I discovered the rose right. and then discovering the rose, it really helped heal my heart. Um, and this is like through every single week buying myself flowers and then exploring where roses grow in London. And then that's when I found Regent's Park Rose Garden with the David Austin roses. Yep. And then I'd show up every single day to meditate with the roses. And then that's when I began, um, I'm, 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 I'm starting a mystery school at the end of the year. And wow. one of the practices that we're, we do with the first mystery is the rose. One of the experiential practices is really like plant communication. So like connecting with the spirit or soul of, of the plant and connecting with yourself through that. Now, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I started <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Um, and I started receiving the, the, my first book. And, you know, I remember sitting there with my laptop, clicking file, save and closing the word document, which contained my entire first book. And I looked up and I'm surrounded by the roses. Now, I had no idea that following flowers as a thing yeah. that lights me up would end up in there. Right. And even yeah. now, like like a decade later, I've got an oracle called the Rose Oracle. And yeah. when I, I email my publisher saying, oh, I actually don't think the next thing is this, I just got to download that it's this. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I can't do an oracle on a flower. And it's just like, yes, go for it. And so I spend like the next two years working with a flower, you know, mm. who would have thought that? Yeah, and yeah. yet, of course. So, yeah. Yes. I love that because it doesn't make sense in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Right? And that's like you, the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> it is because you have to trust it. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you don't know where it's going to lead. I love exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And, but I think it's, it's important to, um, to kind of stipulate as well, the importance of the repetition of the baby steps. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes we're yes, yes. all just like dreaming into mm -hmm. possibilities or whatever, but we're not embodying it through the grounded action. We're not integrating it. It's right. like, we're not on the path or we're not following that little thread, you know? Right. Yeah. And so it is this, it's this constant dance between the two. Like it doesn't make sense and I'm going to follow it day after day after day. Right. Um, but being nimble enough to kind of like respond to it. But that's why going, following what lights you up and then right. following it up with a baby step, baby step, yes. baby step is the way rather than trying to figure it out. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so true. It's brilliant. Yeah. I, I'm just like, yes. Cause I just feel like this is personal to us. Like yeah. this is personal to you and yeah. me. It's yeah. like, this is the only way we've been able to move forward with our passions is like, yeah, I got a, I got a little nudge to move this way. And so you move mm. that way and you're like, I don't have the whole picture sorted out right now, but this mm. is all, this is all I've got. And then, so like that brings you to a new spot to like open up. Like, yeah, exactly. You, you, yeah. there's no way. And that's why people get so freaked out by the how, because they, you know, they think the end goal, it's like, oh, I want to write a book and they just can't. It's just too big. It's overwhelming. Yeah. But like, and how could you possibly steps. know how to write a book? Like, if you don't know how to write a book, right? right. <laughs> I, I'm still figuring out how to write a book. I don't know how to write a book, but I do it. <laughs> yeah. Right? 
Yeah. It's just word after word after word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. And Um, then also I'll just make a little quick note too. What you're saying, what you're speaking into is this blend of feminine and masculine energy, this Mm. like structure and flow, right. Mm. Of like listening, responding to that intuition and then acting, like showing up in action. And I think even in this manifestation world, it's easy to like say, oh, like I can just let it go. And it's like, but we're in a physical world. Like we're here to do physical things and touch and play and get involved and do the physical things. I think that's my hunch is that like, that's what our souls chose to come here for is just to like get in there and play (laughs) and be physical and write a physical book. And you know, like that part is so important. Yeah. Balancing those two. Well, and you kind of speak about that in terms of like bringing the energy Mm. of source and the universe into the physical realm, right? Like it's that Mm. same divine masculine and feminine. You have to have that balance if Mm. you're going to, you know, follow that calling and Mm. be quote unquote successful in whatever it is that you're, you're looking to achieve. Um, I do want to hear a little bit about, you know, all of the things that you offer because your website is just filled with goodies, (laughs) meditations, your membership, your in-person events, like, holy moly. So um, (laughs) I want to give you an opportunity to promote all of the things that you can offer. Yeah. So I guess like the, the, like my main, the heartbeat of my offering is my membership, um, And that's like, you know, if you want to deepen your spiritual practice, um, there's like lots of classes, soul journeys, meditations, and just a beautiful, beautiful community. And we meet every month um, for a sacred circle. So that's really lovely. Um, And then, yeah, I've got, um, um, I actually had a course that I had had created a few years ago, but I've I've taken it off because it wasn't feeling like what I'm being called towards anymore. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, I'm working on a mystery school, which I'll be, launching at the end of the year wow. so yeah that's my Sounds big so cool yeah it's really cool <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm really excited about it because it's it's kind of I'm I'm exploring like all of the things that I've I've done naturally myself like the 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 things is almost like being taught by nature in a way um and yeah it's amazing so it's work, working with like water and um the flowers and uh stones and trees and all of that um as a way like a, a as a guide or a gateway to to connect in with the sacred within us and everything so yeah. that's that's really exciting too and then you know i've got like online workshops and all of those things too cool. love it so good <laughs> i love it so much um, okay. So before I'm just looking at the time here, cause I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I do, I do want to ask you one question that, um, excites me every time that we have a guest on. And that is, um, what, what motivates you? Like when you get up in the morning, what is it that lights you up that keeps you going? Mm, um, I think I'd say, more than anything well there's two things that are kind of related and one is like nature when I'm in nature um you know you get that like awe Mm. feeling Mm. (laughs) Um, and the other one I guess which is probably related to my work but just just generally as well is I love like creating beauty or and, and appreciating beauty and I think nature that that's what it's the beauty in nature that gives us that awe. So they're kind of related. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. I love that. It's beautiful. I mean, that's so, that's the point of the physical world, right? That's the point Mm -hmm. of being human is to celebrate all of these beautiful things Mm -hmm. that we want to be a part of. Yeah. That we are inherently a part of and that, um, give us that awe. Cause you're, Mm -hmm. I love that. That's such a beautiful, like you're talking about weaving in like, you know, Mm -hmm. all of these parts of spiritual and physical and how, you know, that's kind of been, I feel like the theme of this conversation. And I love that that's the exact thing that lights you up is that woven (laughs) physical with spiritual. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. that so, so much. Um, if you're okay with it, I have a bunch of like rapid fun questions, speed round just for fun. Um, okay. So quickly candles or incense. Oh, Mm, candles. Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Yeah. A lot of like, it's like a very, it's a common answer for our interviewees. (laughs) And I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, books or movies? Movies. Yeah. Salty or sweet? Salty. The world needs more blank. Mm. Acknowledgement of the sacred. Mm. (laughs) Sit with that one for a minute. Um, Some people are surprised to hear this about me, about you. What are people surprised to learn about you? (laughs) Um, I'm really, really messy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And impatient. Um, what's on your nightstand? What are you reading right now, if anything? I have not read a physical book since becoming a mother. I've listened to a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I do exactly the same thing. Yeah. Sam's crushing books and she's like, you got to read this. I'm like, when? Um, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I think I've read a paragraph. I just, I don't know how it's possible. I know. It's so I'm true. I'm a you. very slow reader. So like, um, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I only read nonfiction. I definitely don't read for pleasure. <laughs> right. Love it yeah. so much. Yeah, we're the same way. Yeah. We're just inherent, like knowledge, right? Like we're constantly <laughs> trying to bring in knowledge whenever we can, but I'm a podcast girl for sure. Cause I can't yeah. <laughs> when I'm doing laundry or walking or something. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite song right now or artist or album? Mm. Or? Oh, I love Florence's new song mm. King. I think it's called. I haven't heard that yet, but it popped up on my Spotify. I wish the whole album was out. Yeah. It's really, uh, I mean, I love, I love I all love of her stuff, but yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah. I love how she kind of, I mean, she is like an ultimate mystic, right? And um, Mm -hmm. I think that she really like embodies the light and the dark and the, yeah, yeah, just the emotions that come with it all. Yeah. So good. Love. That was a solid choice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your favorite alignment tool. So whatever puts you into alignment quickly, I could probably guess. Mm, Chanting, I'd say. Chanting. Yeah. That's the the quickest one for me. Yeah. Because it's like a it's like it's a, a vibrational meditation. So it's like, yeah, I think. Do that's you create your own chance or do you look I, them I up? I do. I mean, I've, I've done, I've got my little harmonium to my right. I, um, I have done like Kiritan training. So from a bhakti yoga, um, and yeah, so I'm like, I'm a trained 
yoga teacher in that respect, not Hatha. Um, so I've learned and studied it, um, but I also am, I, I create, like I've got my Rise, Sister, Rise chant, which is on Spotify, um, and then other chants in the membership. But, yeah, I normally, like, lead them as a group, so rather than, like, me mm. being a singer, it's more about us all kind of, like, singing together and right, using right. the voice as, like, it's, it's a, like the sound current and the vibration as a way to kind of open the heart, but also it, it clears things energetically too gotcha wow i really like this that's the first time i've heard that yeah like as a response i, mean, I love I that think i'm gonna get into that okay this sounds good <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. um and then my last question would be if you have any remaining advice for any listeners or for us even or mm, well i think i think that like a key theme has been that follow what lights you up message so you know don't put yourself under too much pressure, particularly if you are in a, in the moment that you were talking about, about um, like career versus calling and all of that, to really see it as in like, if you're being called in a direction, it's like you're, you're like, see that where you're, where you're being called and don't be in this huge rush to like be there now. Um, mm-hmm. Instead, just like keep, imagine it like, and I remember I did this when, I was in my previous career um, and I knew, like I was writing my book, I knew exactly where I was going. Um, But even when I'd like walk to work that wasn't aligned anymore, um, it felt really important to kind of not resent it as in like bad or wrong because nothing's ever wasted. And even like when I'd walk to that office job, every step that I would walk, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a step closer and closer and closer to what I'm becoming. Mm -hmm. And that's true of us all, always. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I think it's, it's tricky when you, you, when you're, you're trying to create something and, or um, yeah, and create manifest where you're going um, to, to not, enjoy where you are and or or appreciate where you are right Um, and to feel like there's this like huge rush for us to be somewhere else um so I'd say time's not running out just like do the consistent baby steps day after day after day and like you will you will get there right I love that Like it's so good. It's so good. I love yeah. that that uh, visualization that you use too. Yeah, it just gets better um, and better. I created a, a guided walking meditation recently, and it's literally one of the things that I received as you know when I was channeling mm-hmm. or writing, which was mm-hmm. every step you take physically is a step mm-hmm. closer to mm-hmm. what you're trying to manifest or who you're trying to become, and mm-hmm. it's a very powerful feeling. Yeah. So I love that you said that on your way to work and to clarify, I don't know if you, you mentioned it earlier, but you know, you used to work in marketing. Like it wasn't really, you know, mm. part of this, although kind of, but like, not really, <laughs> like mm. it was such a corporate. I used a lot of the skills cause I was a copywriter yeah. and creative director. So that's what I mean. Nothing's ever wasted. Yeah. Right. Um, there'll be, there'll be things that you can integrate and that yeah. you've learned and that will end up saving time elsewhere. You know, like mm-hmm. for me, to write a book. Like I'd been, I'd been, I'd had so many incredible 
copywriting mentors who were very, very, very harsh on my writing. So it just gave me a lot more confidence in, um, and, and yeah, helped me craft the ability to come up with a headline and, and, and write and all of that. And so that like for all of us, there's always like things in, in the path that, that are exactly what they're meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Nothing's ever wasted. Mm. I love Mm. that so much. Mm -hmm. Well, well, we have one more announcement um, near the, nearing the end of this interview. And that is Sam and I are going to be giving away one of Rebecca's amazing decks. This one that we've been talking about, the Rose Oracle. Um, There'll be more details on it on Instagram. So go and check out our Instagram and our manifestation journey to find out all the details, but it will include leaving a review on our podcast, sending us a screenshot of it via email and uh, you'll be entered to win this amazing deck. This like, I can't even handle how thoughtful it is. There's a literal altar that comes with the deck that you like put (laughs) your cards on. Like Rebecca gives you all of these and diagrams like included and, in, and like yeah there's, there's a little there's like a mini book in the oracle card book that's like <laughs> explaining the history of the rose and has your your uh, rose cottage story in it and it's just one of the most thoughtful decks that i've ever seen so i'm we're really excited to be able to give it away yeah uh, to somebody that's aligned with it and that's going to manifest it so um yeah leave us a review and send us a screenshot and you'll be entered to win um, but oh my god, I don't even want to say goodbye. <laughs> but it is time and oh Rebecca, I can't even explain how grateful we are to have you on the show. Um, to say that your work has deeply influenced the trajectory of our life mm-hmm. is an understatement. Um, like I like get emotional thinking about it because I'm just so grateful for you mm-hmm. and stepping into your calling and just giving us the support that we've needed to go on our journey. Like, I'm just so grateful. So thank you. Wow. Well, I'm very, very honored. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to stop crying now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where can people find you? Let's let's shift Um, the energy to you. (laughs) They can find me on um, my website's rebeccacampbell.me and like Instagram's rebeccacampbell underscore author. Cool. That's perfect. It'll be in the show notes too, everyone. You can just scroll down mm. and click on all the things. But yeah, is there anything else you want to say? No, <laughs> just want to say thank you. And we'll, we'll, we'll chat soon, I guess. Yeah. Aww, yeah. Well, we can't wait. Well, we'd love to promote your school when it comes out because that's thank you. Really, yeah, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I'm just going to say, even for our audience, because whatever, we're real and authentic on here, we're going to stop record yeah but we don't want we don't want that to mean that you just like leave disappear we just, <laughs> we we're not going to say goodbye and then you leave we you just said that in the beginning and maybe yeah. we'll edit this out i don't know but it's not. <laughs> no it's real life it's fine okay um i'll just thank everyone for listening and say as always we wish you a life deeply and genuinely filled with joy and abundance and we will catch you next time bye and thank you rebecca bye Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, this is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. 
We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.